how much you're willing to let go will make this process go a lot easier. Absolutely digging your heels in and insisting it's not happening is the worst thing you can do. Almost anyone listening to this, are not, they're not in that situation. But there are people for whom this process starts and they, they really fight it. It's, it's really a bad idea. It's, it's torture. You're fighting, you're trying to fight the most powerful thing you've ever come into contact with. It's not a good idea. You're fighting your true nature. And you could say in a sense, mind identification is a stable version of that. It's a widespread and stable and socially endorsed version of that. But it's, but there's so much thought going on. There's so much washed out uh, um, intention in the mind and agendas and energies going in so many different directions that it kind of blurs out into a numbness, right? The life of quiet desperation, as David Thoreau described, uh, that it's, it's not so excruciating, but when you get your identity starts getting scraped away and there's nothing with which to resist anymore, then it is excruciating to, to try to struggle against that. Your will becomes a, a sort of fire and you're using it you know, to, on yourself. It's just not a good idea. So anyway, to, to actively resist this process is just not a great idea. Once you've started and you've gotten down the path enough to realize that this process is underway, there's nothing you can do about it. There's no turning back. Then you really should just give yourself to it because otherwise what you're doing is you're just creating more suffering for yourself and be willing to let it surprise you. There are going to be aspects of it that are going to be what you hoped for, letting go of certain things you really wanted to let go of, but there are going to be aspects of it you did not hope for and you, without realizing it, assumed would not, you know, it takes away something you thought it was going to give you, for instance. Um, things, the, the things with this are like stability sense of stability, sense of predictability. We don't know that we orient to that all the time, but we do, at least as far as the ego structures are concerned. We're trying to find stability. We're trying to find predictability in the way thoughts function. So that's something that you don't usually overtly or outright realize like, oh, I'm constantly looking for stability in my life every moment. But to some degree you are, to the degree that there's identity within thought processes, that's what we're doing. We're trying to find a place to land a place to stay and we are equating that with physical safety it's not the same thing as physical safety but we that's how we are oriented because of identity if if, that, if there's identity tied into con to um thoughts then the th way the thoughts are going to see the world is that if something looks unpredictable and the world the world i'm talking about is thoughts as well if something seems unpredictable it's dangerous if i don't if i don't if i can't understand it it's dangerous and to some degree, that's true, right, in the world. You know, looking into a dark forest at night and you don't know what's in there. Hearing a sound you've never heard before. Could be dangerous. Probably should do something about that. But when we're talking about identity, when we're talking about letting go into that which you've never tread upon consciously uh, and you feel the fear uh, behind that or it comes with that, then the instruction is it's okay to feel the fear. You're, I'm not going to say you're safe, but I'm going to say that uh, it's okay to orient that way. And that comes with a lot of these shifts, or it can. It doesn't always. So uh, entering the unknown, going completely into the unknown, is part of the deal with this. And that is something that, I don't know, it's, it's almost impossible not to resist at least the first time, or for a while, or unknowingly. But once we start to recognize the signature of resistance and realize, oh, I'm resisting this because it's unknown, but it's okay. I don't have to know anything right now. I don't have to orient to anything right now. We just spent a week where we really didn't have to orient to anything if we took up that 
challenge. So unknowing and unbinding, the willingness to, to enter this moment and the next moment and so forth uh, as the unknown, which it is, and willing to feel the unbinding, which feels like a process of letting go that you're not really doing. It's just something that's dropping, 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 dropping away. Being willing to, to be with those two aspects is, is a lot of what makes this work well for some people. Well meaning tends to go a little faster, I guess. And then the third would be a willing and a genuine uh, curiosity and willing to inquire based on that curiosity. Curiosity about truth itself, about living truth, about what's actually happening, who I actually am, where these impressions are coming from, why do I believe what I believe. If thoughts have no actual truth value because they can change on a dime and a belief can become a doubt in a moment, well then what else is there? Where else can I go? 